I'm Coach Seb, and this is Running New Mexico. Joining me today, I have Adriana Tatum. She is a recent graduate of Sandia High School. She is committed to Arizona State University. She's a two-time Gatorade Player of the Year, multi-New Mexico State track champion, multiple Sandia High School um, track records, was the Journal Female Track Athlete of the Year uh, for this school year, also the high point um, for 5A girls at the state track meet. Runs the 100, 200, 4x100, and 4x200. So thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me, Seb. Absolutely. So for those people that have that have been listening to this podcast for all 70-some episodes now, <laughs> they can go back and they can look. And you were my second uh, podcast episode that came out, but you were actually my first interview back in February of 2020 before things went, you know, crazy. I know. Isn't that crazy how long it's been? It is. It has been so long and it's so weird. I mean, at the time that I interviewed you, I mean, we were, we were talking about state championships coming up. We had I think it was right before the first track meet, we, we got to go down to Los Lunas and we were so excited for the year. And then, um, and then, yeah, that never happened. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was honestly so sad. <laughs> it's just crazy looking back at it and you're like, dang, this really happened. Like a whole pandemic happened. We didn't even have a season. It's like crazy. Like I've only had three seasons of my high school career. And I've been in high school for four years. So I think that's kinda I think that's kinda wild. Right? I mean most people if you would have said that, you know, even just last year, you know, before everything, people would have assumed that you probably had an injury or, or something like that. But Yeah. This was um just so crazy. I mean, I don't know what other way to put it really. <laughs> I know, that's like the perfect it's just like that's all you can say is just like it was crazy it was wild unbelievable that's a good one yeah yeah i think that's a that's a great way to put that you know when that happened you know we were going into spring break and i know the the original talk at first was like ah we're just gonna get an extra week of of spring break yeah when did you like finally when did it finally hit you like oh i don't think we're gonna have a season um, when it was like, <laughs> when they just kept adding weeks and then other week, and then they were like, okay, we're going to do school online for the rest of the year. I was like, oh shit, this is not, this is not good. They're not going to let us do it. And then it was just getting closer to May. And I was like, well, if they're, they're, they're not going to let us just all of a sudden do something in May. And so that kind of like really hit me like the end of like April when we were still, you know, online and no practice. That's when I was like, oh, okay, yeah, we're definitely, we're not going to have it. We're not going to have a season. There's no way. And so, yeah, that, that was pretty sad. <laughs> That's <was> pretty upsetting. <laughs> well, and, you know, I, I coach distance there at Sandia, so we're around each other, but I'm not, you know, I'm not your coach or anything. And you'd probably be a lot slower and I'd probably have you running 800s, but that's a whole other. That would be, I hate to break it to you, Seb, that would be awful. <laughs> I would be so upset if I was running 800s. <laughs> that's like the worst thing I could think of. <laughs> <laughs> but for my distance mind, you know, it's easy to be like, well, you know, okay, we don't have the season, but you can get some distance work. You can work on endurance. You can work on base. But for sprinters, you guys don't really work on that in that same way. So, you know, what did you do during that time to try to keep yourself fit and I guess even motivated? Yeah, it was like, 
I'm not gonna lie, it was really hard because it was just like, what's the point of like even trying to do anything if like they're saying and we're gonna be like this until 2022 and that nothing is gonna happen in 2021 and I it's just like constantly negative, negative, negative. So it was hard being in that space where it's like, no, let me try and you know keep working at what I got and then everything was like close so it wasn't really much we could do and so luckily my coach Dominic this he was like okay so everything's closed but hiking trails are open you know the streets are open to go biking we can go and play pickleball like we can go and do all these types of things that is outside safe socially distance and just to keep your morale up and so we would do that we would hike we would bike we play pickleball you know and then finally when the when the gyms were allowed to be open that's when I started going back to my trainer and then my trainer was like well we're gonna keep working hard and so he also helped me a lot trying to like keep that goal in mind like be positive you know we're gonna you're gonna have a season next year just work for it we got to work for you to get back to how you were because you know there was like those two months of like not doing anything because everything was like closed closed and you couldn't even exit your house so that was like thank goodness for my coaches because if I didn't have them I probably would not have like the motivation to do anything or you know do it yeah like do anything so yeah (laughs) but i was gonna ask you about that you know about um because like you said gyms were closed and so being able to you know rely on that other you know your other coach dell at um at ardor i mean i know he's a big part of of what you do to keep you going yeah he is he's he's been beating me up i say in the best way possible since i was a freshman and I'm so grateful for him because him and that gym, it's a different it's a different level. You know, like when you go to like Planet Fitness or like Choose, you know, there's like those gym heads that think that they're like amazing because they can squat a plate or whatever. But then you go to Ardor and then we have like actual people that squat like 500 pounds and you're just like, oh my gosh that's crazy and so I'm very grateful that I was able to go to that gym because I think if I went to any other gym I wouldn't have been where I am today because it's a really it's a really good gym so yeah well from what I understand it's it's very sports specific too so it's not just yeah. a general like oh you're gonna do these squats you're gonna go you know do these lifts whatever general leg or or strength muscles you know he knows what it takes to be a a sprinter and what specific leg muscles or muscle groups you need to work on to to achieve what you wanted to achieve yeah he's very he's very athlete oriented like you could play like table tennis and he will find a way to figure out (laughs) How to help your wrist muscle to do better. He's just that knowledgeable about all the sports and like what each each sport needs. So I'm happy that because I know there's other like athlete gyms that are kind of like I hear stories about like, oh, we just do the same thing every week. And it's kind of like you do like we do it like something different every day. You know, like it's, it's like very rare that we do something the same every week, you know, like every day is different so yeah and how did that work i mean again i know both you know coach maestas ascendia and then dalit arter they're they're both looking out for you and your best interest but how did that work as far as having you know two separate people kind of giving you things that you should be doing to um, make yourself better um i think it was just a lot of communication Dell really talks to Dom a lot and Dom talks to Dell a lot. So they have that good relationship where they know like what's going on with me. Like if I am like lacking, if Dom like sees something on the track that I need help on, he'll like tell me and then he'll tell Dell like, hey, 
Adriana is not doing good here. Can you help me out? Like, what do you think we should do? And it's just like that constant like communication between the like three of us, just like always knowing what's like going on. And so like, I think that's what makes it work is that we're just always talking about like what we need. And so I think that's a very good relationship to have between like the strength coach and then, you know, your track coach. So you know what's like going on. I think that's perfect. I mean, that's, I think, the part that sometimes gets lost is that communication and, you know, some kids or or even older athletes will have a couple of different people and they're trying to, um, the communication isn't there. And so it's almost like you're listening to two different coaches, which Mm -hmm. never works out. (laughs) Yeah, because there was this one girl at at my gym and she, she ran for a different school and her track coach did not like that she would go to our door and like do like workouts there so they didn't have that like communication and so it like it was like not beneficial to her because she was always stressed out and I was just like thank goodness thank god (laughs) that Del and Dom like have this good relationship to where it's like I don't have to be like sneaking around you know behind my coach's back to go do a workout which is gonna help me because that's what that girl had to do and it was just like that was just that was upsetting to me because I was like why why wouldn't you want your athlete to be better you know and then help your athlete improve you know yeah no I, I completely agree and I think some coaches can you know probably feel like well I'm, I'm giving you everything you need why do you need to see you know someone else mm-hmm. so I'm glad that it worked out that your coaches were able to see like I can't do this part so go and talk to that person go and help that you know see that person is going to help you out there yeah and and Dom was the person who introduced me to Dell so it was like like that I think that's a sign of a good coach to be like I know I'm a good coach but I'm also like confident enough in myself to be like I know where I'm lacking and I will look for other um you know, other avenues to help my athlete. I think that's a very big sign of a good coach. So shout out to Dom. (laughs) Absolutely. Got to shout him out. (laughs) Yeah. That's my man, my homie. (laughs) So, you know, speaking of coaching, you're going to be moving on to a new coach. You're going to have new, a new head coach and, and, you know, other people surrounding that strength and conditioning and all of that. What made you decide that ASU was the right fit for you? Because I know you were in communication with a few schools before, you know, making that decision. Yeah, I mean, the best way, you know, everybody says like, oh, it's just a feeling, but it really is like that was like I was contemplating. It was it's a tough process. Okay, whoever says it's easy, it's not really trying to decide where you want to go from like schools and like location and weather and how far it is from home and where you're going to be traveling to and how long you're going to stay there it's just like there's so many factors that go into it that you know you don't think matter but they really do and so as I was trying to decide on where I wanted to go um ASU they scheduled a virtual visit because and then on top of that I couldn't do visits so that was even harder because of the pandemic (laughs) got about yeah they were like like, we can't we're not allowing you because there was a dead period and so that was also really tough so any athletes out there that getting official visits take them take as many as you can okay (laughs) because I it's hard not seeing it face to face but luckily I was able to get a really good feeling when I went on a virtual visit with ASU and my coach took me around the campus and I instantly like fell in love and I was just like this is the place that I need to be at it was just like that feeling of like yeah I need to be here I just like knew in my heart and in my spirit like ASU was like my place to be and like right when I decided that I wanted to go there it felt like the stress of like deciding where I wanted to go just like washed away and so I was like okay this is definitely where I need to go so yeah very happy about being a Sun Devil that's that's great does it help that it is a little closer to Albuquerque than maybe some of the other schools you were looking at yeah that was honestly like 
like the cherry on top because my mom was like because i was worried i was like mom i don't want to be too far because you know plane tickets be through the roof okay and i was like and she was like no wherever you want to go i don't care we'll make it work and i was like okay but then like when i was like when I fell in love with ASU, I was like, and it's only six hours away, mom. And she's like, I know, I can drive over there. And I was like, I know. And it's only an hour flight. And I'm like, this is perfect. Like, it was just perfect. It was a perfect, perfect match. That's that's great. And I mean, ASU has, has put out some fantastic athletes, you know, over the past, mm-hmm. you know, they've, they've got a rich history, which yes. is something you want to see for sure. Yeah, no, definitely. They they are the coach, the head coach there, he's awesome. The sprint coach there, I've heard nothing but good things. Like even when I was talking to other colleges and I let them know that I decided that I was going to ASU like out of common courtesy because they did take the time to um, talk to me. And I just heard nothing, nothing but good things about ASU, like their coaching staff. And I was just like, I know they, I mean, I know I knew that they felt great by talking to them and the relationship they built with me, but then hearing more good things about like them from other coaches from other programs, they're like, Oh yeah, no, I know them. They're really good. And it was just like very comforting and it was like awesome to hear that. And so, yeah, so I'm very excited about like the rich history they have and like the amazing coaching staff they have. That's, that's awesome. Uh, one thing that I thought was interesting as well is, you know, the connection to Val Boyer, who was a, I, I've had on the podcast, uh, another mm-hmm. amazing sprinter from Albuquerque who went there, uh, still kind of lives in the area. Mm-hmm. And I know you've had a chance to meet her and, and talk with her. Was that just another extra little cherry Yes, it was just like full circle because then I like because then because I remember meeting her when um, Sheila Burrell came for um, this conference that they had about athletics and me and Dom and my mom went because she wanted to meet me and Chick was there. Coach Chick Rella was there and that was like and so Val Boyer was also there because she was another prime athlete. And then he introduced me to her and we um, talked on the phone and she told me that she went to ASU and I was like, oh, wow. And this was way before ASU even like contacted me to be like, hey, we're interested in you. And so and then we had this conversation and she was just telling me and she's very knowledgeable about everything. So it was awesome that I guess I got to talk to her about like the college process and like what questions to ask. So I was very, I was very blessed that she came into my life and like gave me the advice that I needed. And then when I decided on ASU, it was just kind of like, oh, like, oh snap, I met somebody (laughs) that is in Arizona that, you know, knows me and gave me advice. And now I'm going to the same (laughs) college as she did. And she's like, make sure you text me your schedule so that I can go to all your track meets. And I was like, okay, I definitely, I most definitely will. So yeah. So it's kind of awesome. So yeah, it's another cherry, I guess like sprinkles. Yeah. Sprinkles sprinkles. On top. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so awesome. Just like, just those little connections, you know, it's just, yeah. like you talked about just, it's, um, it's just kind of cool hearing you know, you often, you often hear the phrase, you know, it's a small world and, and this and that. And just the way things work out, it can be, you know, it sounds like this is almost meant to be. Yeah, no, I definitely, I definitely do. I definitely think God was like, this is your place and put all the pieces together. And it just like, was like, like a little bow. And it was just like handed to me. And I was like, oh, awesome. So it's just like, amazing i'm very happy i went through experience this experience even though it was like tough trying to decide but it like in the end it was like oh this is like awesome you know it's like really cool that i get to do this and have my school paid for which is obviously the best thing <laughs> i mean that's huge right to be able to, yeah. to use this gift to be able to you know help with your education yeah no most definitely and that's like that's like the one thing i was like 
really worried about even when like when I was young like when I was in sixth grade and I like knew I was like relatively decent at track I was like I just want to get good enough to where I get like a whole scholarship and my mom doesn't have to pay for nothing and so I'm very pleased to say that I accomplished that dream so I'm very happy about that (laughs) it it is kind of funny hearing you say that because that is almost word for word what what Val had said as well that you know she yeah. knew I, I this is my ticket this is my <laughs> and I know your mom would have done anything to get you to wherever you needed to go if you know mm-hmm. if you didn't have the running but it's just it's interesting to hear you say put it that way yeah I mean like yeah, I know my mom definitely would do anything but I just didn't want to put that pressure on her because she did she's done and continues to do so much for me so i was like if i can do one little thing and not have her worry about paying for my college then that's what i'm gonna do and so i worked my little tail off so that that could happen (laughs) so i'm happy that it did happen so you figured out your college and then we finally get to hear that we get a season this year. Didn't know what it was going to look like at first. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> you know, um, you know, running in masks and, and this and that and small meets and all mm-hmm. of that. You know, was there ever a point where you're like, I've already signed. I know where I'm going to go. Maybe I just sit out the rest of this year, too. Um. No, not really. Like, I love this sport. So it's like, if I decided not to run, literally, I would have to be like, I had to get like hit in the head and have like amnesia and forget that I even ran and even did this sport to be like, oh, I'm not going to do it. It was just like, because it ended so bad my junior year that I was like, I need to end my senior year on like a high note because it was just like so disappointing how last year ended and like coming from like you know our our team was like doing so good we got second place everybody's still there we didn't lose a a lot of seniors or a lot of prominent seniors so it it was just like we only lost one yeah we only lost Kaylin and she was our main gal so but it was like we had somebody new to be able to you know help with us so it was just like so annoying and I was like no I want to end <laughs> this season on a better note than last season of no season no nothing so it was just like I'll just take what I can get you know so I was just happy that they were like they gave us anything if they gave me one meat I would be okay with it too <laughs> but I'm glad that they gave us more than one no it was it was great to have a, a full season even so it got a little warm there towards the middle and end. <laughs> oh my gosh, I know. Tell me about it. That was that was crazy. Dad, this one is definitely one I will never forget. This season needs something. I will never forget this season. Jesus. I, I will remember every meet. I remember every meet. You know, one, one that will stick out for me is uh, our second meet. And watching... Uh, Dom come out of the starting blocks for the coaches relay. <laughs> oh my gosh. That that is that's the highlight of my track career right there. And seeing you Seb zoom zoom the third leg, I was like, oh my goodness. Never in my life did I think I would experience this. <laughs> that was that was the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Uh yes, I will never forget that. Like I that I can remember every meet because everything was like Every meet had, like, something crazy that happened. It's just, like, yeah, like, every meet had something, like, significant that was, like, what the heck? It was- like, the first meet, we ran by ourselves in the 4 by one The second meet, it was the coaches relay. The third meet was, like, the windiest meet I have ever had in my life. That one was bad, yeah. So, everything has had a significant moment. <laughs> so, yeah, it's pretty, it was pretty eventful. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was so such a weird. I mean, 
coming in at, at you know, still kind of on this tail end of COVID with people getting vaccinated, running with masks. I mean, that would have been enough. But but you're right. I mean, there was wind. There was, I mean, heat almost triple digits on the track. There was uh, runners getting heat stroke there. <laughs> I, oh, I know. It was just like burning your hands on the track, being in the blocks. I know. It was literally everything. I just don't understand why they weren't like, let's do it at six, six at night. <laughs> yeah. Six yeah. o'clock when the sun's down, it's not triple digits, but hey, what do I know about scheduling <laughs> track meets? <laughs> I only run the sport, okay? <laughs> well, I have nothing else, at least for, for our distance kiddos. Oh, my goodness. It was a, it was a little yeah. toasty. Yeah, like at um, the Olympic trials, like when it was 108, and the distance, like what was it, the 5,000? The the men's 5,000 and the women's 10,000, and then the whole last day all got moved. Oh yeah, but yeah, I saw I saw the men doing it, and they were like. Cause I just saw the the tail end of the race, and they were like fanning them, and they were like putting water on them. I'm like, what happened? What's going on? They're like record heat of 108, and I was like, oh my goodness! I thought Oregon max hit 80. 80 was the max that it ever got. <laughs> yeah, no, it was yeah. crazy. And watching, I mean, the the women's 10k, they were talking like they had um, vests, ice vests, so they put like ice packs in the vests. Uh-huh, I saw that. Oh my god, that was, I mean, that would have been nice to have for us, too. <laughs> oh yeah, I know, I was like, you know, we need a patent that, an ice vest, like an ice pack vest, because those 100 degrees <laughs> days meets were not fun, they were not fun at all. No, it was, oh my god, it was so much. Yeah. So going into this season, you know, knowing we we're going to have to race in, in the masks, um, which we did for till district, I believe. Um, yeah. What did you have any goals for yourself, or were you just happy to be out there? Um, I was just like happy to be out there, and then, then like as the season progressed, I was like, okay, maybe I should set a few goals, and uh, it was just to try to get like PRs in like the one. And like the two, but um, I did in the one. I got eleven six, and I was trying to do it as state, but didn't end up happening. But it's okay. It's whatever. <laughs> I still got the one, I guess. You do, and it's you know, it's not like this is the end of the, your career. You still you're gonna have multiple opportunities the next four, and hopefully longer to, yeah, you know build on that yeah but i will say that the state meet i'm okay with the outcome especially after that first race so <laughs> i'm okay i was gonna talk about that first race because <laughs> let's let's go there so it wasn't really? the first race of the day they started off with the the 3200 earlier in yeah I guess I, I want to say slightly cooler, but it was 11, so it was still it was still pretty warm. Mm-hmm. But the four by 100, I think a lot of people expected you guys to just run away with it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and come around to that last exchange, and you had a little ground to make up, didn't you? Yeah, it was. It was a decent amount, Seb. <laughs> it was a decent amount. It was kind of, yeah. You you haven't been in that experience very often. I mean, you, you know, you're one, you're the top 100 and 200 female runner in the state. Uh, your times would beat uh, some of the other boys' times that we've seen at some of these small meets. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, you're you're fast. Thanks. <laughs> but the rest of the team is pretty solid too. And yeah. most of the time, you're getting the baton either slightly ahead, even maybe just a step behind, you know, another team. Um, 
not so much this season, but in previous seasons, we've had some, you know, some other close ones. Yeah. Only this season, only because the meets were so small. Yeah. But, I mean, what was going through your head waiting for that baton, knowing that Alamogordo had already gotten theirs and was, and was off? Um, so I was just praying because that's what I usually do before any race as I pray to calm my nerves. And then the gun went off and I was like, yeah, go Samara, go Kaylee. And then I was like looking at it. I was like, hmm, okay, let's see. Cause I can really gauge it when like the third leg gets it. So when Xandria got it, I kind of saw like exactly. Cause like when it's the one, like, you know, it's still staggered. And then like the, the second leg is still kind of like staggered iffy so you can't really tell like who's really ahead ahead until you get to the third leg and so i saw xandra coming in and i was like okay hello mcgordo is a <laughs> a little bit ahead and i was like come on z you got it you gotta just just go fast and so i was just like i just went down and i was like i saw alma gordo go and i was like oh snap and she came out fast because that girl came in. She came in. They came in fast. And I was like, uh-oh. And so I was just like, just give me the baton. Just give me the baton. And so I got the baton. And I was running. And I was like, I was looking at her. And I was like, she looked so far ahead. And it didn't look like I was gaining. It didn't feel like I was gaining on her. And so about like halfway through the 100, I was like, I don't think I can get her. I was like, I... I don't think I have like enough in me to get her. And so I was just like, so I reevaluated like my body and I was like, okay, everything feels good. Nothing feels tight. So let's just go as hard as I can right now. Let's see if I have anything left. And so I went as hard as I can and I felt like I was gaining on her. I was like, okay, keep freaking going, keep freaking going. And then I was like, I was just like, keep pushing, keep pushing, keep pushing. And then finally that last like meter, I was like, oh God, help me through this. And I leaped, I put as much force as I could in that last step and leaped and leaned as hard as I could so that I could just like, hopefully, cause I was right there and I was like, okay, maybe this lean will get me through. And then let me tell you, Seb, that was the longest result waiting time I've ever waited in my life. It was just 40, it was just at the 48 flat. And I was like, oh my goodness, what is happening? And I was walking away and I just kept looking at the time and everybody was like talking to me. They're like, good job, whoa. And I was just like, thanks, okay, what? You know, and I was just like trying to like look at the, look at the time and I just kept like, okay, come on, come on, come on. Then I saw one and then I saw Zendia and I said, Heck yeah! And I just was just like, oh, thank God. Because <laughs> that was just like the craziest thing I've ever done in my life. And so when I saw that it says India, I was so happy. And then the result was just 0.1 ahead of Alamogordo. And I was just like, oh my goodness, that was crazy. <laughs> and then like, my my friend Golden, she was like giving me. She was like, "Do you want to see the video?" And I was like, "Yes." I mean, I didn't see it live. I was on the <laughs> track, <laughs> and so I look. I saw it, and I was like, "Damn, that was really close." <laughs> that was scary. I had. I was like, "Oh, my heart was pumping," and everybody was telling me, "Oh my gosh, we were shaking afterwards." And I was like, "Well, how do you think I felt <laughs> afterwards?" Okay, I was having heart palpitations <laughs> after that. It was exciting. <laughs> I mean, it was. I had just been in the stands, and I was. I ended up being a little bit in front. I'll have to share the picture I got with you. But it is. Yeah. I mean, I, it, I, I don't even know the words to to put it. You know, like I said, <laughs> like everybody. I think there was a lot of people that just expected you to catch her, and to win, <laughs> for it to be that close. I mean. Could you even hear the stadium erupting or were you so focused? I, yeah, I don't really, I hear nothing ever. I never hear anything. I don't know why, but I literally just like, I'm just like focusing on like my breathing and like running as hard as I can. And also like that 400, that 
four by one like was the first time I ever like thought in a race because I usually don't think like my mind's like blank and I'm just like run you know like I don't think of anything I don't hear anything I don't think of anything I just think about going and so like that was the first time I thought and then like no I heard nothing and so everybody was like it was crazy and I was like mm, I I maybe heard a woo but like that's like, nothing <laughs> crazy you know and like my parents my mom and my grandparents they always like tell me like did you hear me scream did you hear me scream and I'm like mm, no I don't I never hear anybody scream and they're like are screaming at the top of our lungs and I was like I, I, I'm no but I don't hear it <laughs> don't hear it I'm sorry you, you know, it's crazy you talk about that because I was going to ask you and you said you went, you know, you started thinking about like, can I do this and, and all of this and it's, it always fascinates me how quickly those thoughts go through our head, you know, mm -hmm. whether we're running or doing something else and you said about halfway through. So, I mean, you, I don't know your exact split, but I mean, it had to have been, you know, under 12 seconds. So five, five and a half seconds in, you have five and a half seconds or so left. And all of this goes through your head like, like that quick. Can I, yeah. how am I feeling? Am I doing it? I got to push. Like, yeah, it's crazy. I know. I was thinking about that too. I was kind of thinking about, I was like, wow. When I was like telling the story, I was like, it was like prolonged. Okay. Like when I was telling, cause like my team, they were asking like, so what was going through your head? And I was like, let me tell you. <laughs> and I remember like I, when we went after, we went to Saggio's and I was just explaining it to them. And I was just like, dang, that took a long time to explain. But let me tell you, those thoughts were quick in my head because it was just like, I only have like 12 seconds to think of this stuff, everything that I'm thinking of. And I like explained it in like five minutes or 10 minutes. And it took only... 10, 12 11 seconds so i was thinking about that too i was like whoa those are fast thoughts <laughs> i mean i wonder how fast my thoughts were going compared to my legs <laughs> because if i had the speed of my thoughts wow i must have been zooming <laughs> yeah <laughs> now because you haven't had that you haven't had a whole lot of races where where that's happened like we talked about and you've been in some other races um, last time we talked, you had you had done uh, an indoor meet out in Texas. You run the Great Southwest uh, with obviously some great competition. Yeah, you know, but that's not a week in and a week out thing. Whereas next year, as an incoming freshman in college, I mean, you're going to be going up against other runners who have faster times than you who have yeah. i mean some of them probably just ran the olympic trials you know like you're gonna know. be going up against some studs yeah do you think that this was a you know a great experience for you to have like no like okay like i i can have these thoughts and i can still go i can still push i can still come from behind like that type of experience well when you put it like that I haven't really thought of it like that, but yeah, I guess it is a good experience. I feel like everything that I've done has been like a good experience, you know, but yeah, the coming from behind, because like, I feel like when I run and I look at myself like back on video, I feel like I run so like slow. Like when I look at myself, I look like I'm like going so slow. And then when I saw like, what I did for the four by one, I was like, dang, I, I really kicked it into high gear right there. I didn't even know I could do that. So I was kind of like, well, that's comforting to know that, hey, I do have another gear that I didn't even know I had. Because even my trainer, he like was there and he texted me and he was like, whoa, where did that come from? <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know. You're the one that's putting the muscle on my body. How do you not know? <laughs> and so he was like I have never seen that and I was just like wow that's like cool to know that I have like I'm just thinking about this now but I have like a whole nother gear that I didn't even know about so that's like yeah that's cool I, I think you know for me looking at it from the outside like not coaching you but getting to see you every week 
you are such a smooth runner. You you are. Like it's just it's very fluid and it's just boom, 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 and you go out and you do your thing. And it's rare that you you know, have someone that you're trying to chase down or someone that's with you that the the whole time where you're able to, you know, push the whole way. I mean, I know I know your mindset. I mean, I, I've talked to you. I've joked with you. We did, did the interview last year. Like, I know you're out there and I know you're giving it your all, but it's a lot different giving it your all when, when you don't have that extra push, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I'm like very blessed that I grew up in New Mexico and I get to run against these girls in New Mexico and um, that, you know, I have this team around me that is making me as good as I am to where it's like, I don't have to push as hard against some other teams. But um, yeah, so it will be, it will definitely be a new experience going against collegiate athletes because it was like a whole new experience coming into high school like coming from middle school and you know they're just kind of like we're just running to run you know and I honestly really took it seriously because like I had my (laughs) my middle school coach she's the boys coach at Cibola so she like knew about track you know and she would like give us like actual track workouts and like I actually like knew what to do and we would do like we would do the steps we would do the blind handoffs you know and like you go to the middle school meets like when I when we would host them and like these kids are just all over the place they're bouncing off the walls they're out of the exchange zone they're walking in the mile they're sprinting in the 400 you know it's just like they're not they don't know what they're doing because it's just like oh it's just a sport you know we're just running but like we took it like serious and so I'm kind of grateful for that because when I came into Sandy, I was kind of already disciplined to like know what to expect. But still, like when Tom told me, <laughs> he was like, "Yeah, you run against like seniors in varsity and like juniors and you know people older than you." And I was like, "What?" In middle school, we just run against seventh graders when you're in seventh grade, <laughs> and eighth graders when you're in eighth grade, you don't you don't jump you don't jump the line. <laughs> so I was like, it was kind of like crazy so I, I that's what i think is gonna happen when i go to college i'm gonna it's like middle school me going to high school so that's what i'm hoping for. <laughs> i think you're gonna do great and i think um i i believe asu has a couple of pretty good sprinters right now and yes. I, I think that's gonna be good for you to train with you know mm-hmm. that day-to-day and help you kind of you know reach your potential I think it's going to be great yeah. for you. Oh. Yeah, no, I'm excited. So let's go through the rest of that that meet because the state meet because you still had the 200. You had the you know you had the open 100 almost right after the four by one. Yeah. Um. In fact, you came back from getting the awards, and they were already calling. They were already calling last call for. <laughs> you guys on that no i remember that yeah i remember i remember being told (laughs) looking for you and i was like i was just i was just up there (laughs) yeah so what was that i mean in obviously not last year but the previous two years your freshman and sophomore year state was a two-day meet yep you had prelims and then the next day you know the finals and we had 4a there with us so it kind of Mm -hmm. staggered things out and made it a little bit longer yeah all season we dealt with four teams so the meets you know were pretty quick but what did that feel like at state you know you're always trying to compete your best but being at state you're trying to pump it up to another level and some of those races were coming i mean and i know they put a couple of 15 minute breaks in there but they were coming up pretty quick yeah, it was it was a little it, it, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It was hard to do it because like you know, you're used to like the two day state, you know, and then even like they have it timed. Like 
they would have like 20 minutes between like each event like and they make sure they would be on that time and so it was just kind of like it was like they had the breaks but it was like rolling but then it was sometimes timed and then it was like it was like weird and so I like the two-day meet because I feel like I get all my like I call them buggies like buggies in my leg out the first day so that like the second day I'm like ready to go I'm like prime like I got all I got everything out I got all my jitters out and I'm ready to go you know and so for this one it was kind of like my buggies were in my legs so I feel like it was a good meet I'm glad that I was able to do good in the four by one but you know the rest of it was still kind of like not as best as I wanted it to be it was still good but like not as good as I wanted so that was kind of like upsetting for me but I was happy that I was able to like you know have a state meet because you know again this whole thing was like we don't even know if we're gonna even have blah 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 you know it was just like we're not having academy we're not having metro because you know everything was just like it was like what the heck I was just like so what are we gonna have are we gonna have state like when they were just like you know trying to figure everything out so I was happy that we had it it's like whatever it was one day but it was still like a good day you know I was happy about it maybe I wish it was more spaced out but hey what can you do about it that's the this is the cards that were dealt and so I'm guess you know make the best out of them I think that's a great attitude you know, especially I know that you were kind of eyeing those state records as well yeah yeah, I was. I think they, I don't know, they, I, they said that I rebroke the one. And then I'm hearing other things that I didn't, so I don't know. But they said at the statement that it did, so I'm going to say, but hey, that's what they said. <laughs> I'm going to leave it at that. So I guess that was, like, good. We got a new state record in the 4 by one so that was really, really good. The 4 by 2 I was just kind of like nervous for it because of what happened in the four by one. And I was like, oh, snap, is Alma Gordo going to come out crazy like that again? Because I was kind of nervous about that. But it was good. We still we were we were ahead by a lot. So that was I was happy about that. We won again. And then I did. I wish I had more of a break, I guess, for the. 200 because I, I felt like I didn't have that much of a break because I went up to my family and as I was going up to my family like everybody was like talking to me and so I was just like you know running around talking to people then I went up and sat up with my family and then more people wanted to talk to me and then I was like and then all of a sudden it was already the medley and I was like oh my goodness I need to be down there already warming up and it it felt like I only had a 10 minute break not even like a 10 minute break like a five minute break so I was kind of like bummed about that and then I didn't do as well as I thought I should have for the 200 because I was like 0.3 away from the state record. So that was kind of disappointing, but I'm happy that I won and I ended with a win. So I guess that was good. But yeah, I definitely was eyeing the records, but hey, sometimes it's not meant to be. Right. And it's just, it's motivation, I think, for, for your career going forward. Yeah you at the end we go down you know they call the the top three teams on the boys and girls side they called sandia we already knew where we were at at that point yeah uh but as we got called up you were told hey make sure you stick around mm -hmm. did you know at that point what, what that was for um i had an idea but I don't want to like, you know, jinx myself. So I was like, well, maybe not. You know, I didn't want to like, you know, you never know what's going on with like throws, hurdles, jumping, you know. So it's like, you never know. But I I was like, maybe they're going to be like, you're a senior. <laughs> you get this or something. But I just didn't want my hopes to get up too high. And then I was like, they're like, psych, you don't get high point. But I was very pleasantly surprised that I got high point. So I was happy about that because, you know, it's just like, it's like cool to get that. Get that little thing that tells you <laughs> your high point. 
I mean, it's a, it's a great distinction. It shows that you are out there competing in all the events that you've competed in. And, you know, I mean, there, there were some great performances, obviously, you know, yeah. to be able to know that your 19 points was the most of any other girl out there, um, you know, had to felt pretty good. Yeah, no, it definitely did. I was really excited that I got to go up there and be like, hello. <laughs> and be like, yeah, don't count out Sandia. We're here and we're loud and we're proud, even though we got third. But I would just like to say we got third with a tiny team. You see Luqueva, they got second with a big team. Yep. And we're only two points behind them. Right. And and Alan McGordo, they their team was huge. Alan McGordo had a had a big team compared to and us. So, I'm I was very proud of our tiny but mighty team that we came out with third and the high point athlete. So it's like, hey, we know what we're doing. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Your Sandia career is done now. <laughs> there was a lot of tears after <laughs> oh i know i know it was it was very bittersweet <laughs> it's hard but yeah. did you feel again i know you were kind of aiming at a couple of things but do you feel like you kind of accomplished your main goals of high school running yeah I, I do. I do definitely still wish that we had, you know, all four seasons because I do kind of feel a little cheated that I only got three out of the four. But, like, I couldn't ask for a better team. You know, Sandia is amazing. The girls are amazing. The coaches are amazing. It's definitely so fun. You know, it's always good times. You know, never a dull moment s at track so it was just i was just happy that i was you know i was like dang i was able to be a part of this team and all of like our accomplishments and everything and like the stuff that we we did like we're in the record books we're on the boards we're on the walls you know it's like it's awesome that i was able to be a part of it and so looking back on everything that i've done i'm definitely happy with what i've done I do wish, of course, I did perfect some other things and achieve some other things. But I feel like every, the stuff that I've accomplished outweighed the stuff that I haven't accomplished at Sandia. So I'm happy looking back at, you know, my four years that, you know, it was good. It was a good time. It was a great time. And I'm happy about it. <laughs> APS makes it... Um pretty difficult and for equity reasons that I understand, but it's a little difficult to go out and do a meet outside of the state. Do you wish, and you got the one, you know, indoor meet in Texas, but do you kind of wish you had been able to go out and do an outdoor meet in Texas or California or, you know, one of these places with, I don't want to say better competition because that's not fair, but I guess other girls. A different experience. Or a different experience, yeah. Yeah, because I do remember my sophomore year that Dom got an email from the Texas Relays. And they were like, why don't your relay team come down here because they're looking really good. And I was like, oh, heck yeah, we should totally do that. And then Dom introduced me to the wonderful rules of APS. And they said, we're not allowed to do that. And I was like, what? Because I had a friend in Rio Rancho and like earlier in the season, they went to Chandler, the Chandler meet. And I was like, well, I mean, hey, we're pretty stinking good. I might say, why don't we do that? And it's just like, I was like, why can't, why does Rio allow us to do that? And I realized, and he was like, no, it's because we're in Albuquerque and they're in Rio Rancho. It's two different things. And I was like, oh, what the heck? I thought we we're all in New Mexico. I didn't know. I didn't know this was a separation thing. <laughs> and so, yeah, that was kind of upsetting. But yeah, I definitely think it would be cool because they invited us. I was like, that, that would be really cool to be like, okay, a little New Mexico team 
got invited to the big old Texas relays. Like, that would be cool if we were, we would have been able to go there, you know? Just would have been, like, a cool experience, you know, with the team. But I'm so happy that, you know, we got to do our little thing here. I think you guys accomplished quite a lot here with, you know, all the all the teammates that you've had. So you've had a few different ones over the years. And, and, you know, unfortunately, there was a couple that graduated last year that didn't get to have their senior year. But I think, um, you know, 4 by one 4 by 2 and we've had some decent 4 by 4 teams have done, you know, well. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. I'm telling you, they be counting us out. But we're tiny but mighty. I'm telling you. Right. Just because we don't have everybody and their mama up in the <laughs> sport doesn't mean that we're not good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, hopefully we get a few more numbers for next year, but we, we've got a, we've got some good returners. Yeah, no, you guys are good too. You guys are solid. The little babies, <laughs> even though they're not babies. Uh, during the the state meet, that whole week kind of leading up was. A lot of the Olympic trials, you talked about watching a little bit of the five came in. I'm sure you watched um, the sprinters as well. Yeah. What are your long-term goals? Um, I just, I just want to be the best I can be. And if that leads to other ventures higher ventures in the future then i'll be very pleased but as long as i'm healthy and i'm the best that i can be so those are my long-term goals and then of course you know graduating college that's another goal so yeah nothing too major just (laughs) you know if you're if you're healthy and running well would you like to continue after college at this point right now? Um, I think so, yes. I feel like, you know, some, some people start the sport when they're like, you know, four and they get tired of it when they hit high school. Or, you know, they're like, mm, I don't know if I want to do college or if I want to go past college, you know. I feel very fortunate that I started in sixth grade. So I feel like I still have enough love the sport and I'm not tired of it yet because I'm definitely still I'm not tired of it so I think if I'm healthy and I'm at my best after college then I would still like to continue I think that's great and I hope you don't lose that that love of it because I want to continue watching you for a while I think yeah I don't think I'll lose it anytime soon because I do I do really love this sport it's just something about it there's something I know other people are like mm, it's just running <laughs> how can you find joy in running well you know if have you ever felt like you're flying or you're going really fast on your go-kart and you just feel that freeness that's what it feels like when I run so I enjoy that <laughs> it makes me happy and so yeah it may just be running but I like it. I think that is a great way to put it. I think that's a great way to kind of wrap up. Perfect. Perfect. (laughs) Awesome. Yay. (laughs) So I'm going to ask you one more question. Same question I ask everybody. Same question I asked you over a year ago. What are you (laughs) listening to to get you pumped, get you motivated, get you ready for that race or just your day? there's so many again like I said in the last one but I think um I really like the new it's like it's called new level remix by ASAP Ferg and I just think that one is just a really good pump up one to be like yeah because like the chorus is like I'm on a new level and so I just like I'm like yeah bump into it but yeah so I, I would say that one is that what you listen to before state 
Um, I actually didn't listen to it before State. I listened to it, like, it's always on, like, our practice playlist. But, like, the Migos, <laughs> they came out with an album. And so I was listening to that when I entered the State meet. So I wasn't listening to it at that exact moment. <laughs> but it definitely does get me hyped. Awesome. Well, that's good. I yeah. think that's great. I am so excited for what the rest of your career brings. I will obviously be following you and ASU next year, and I'm excited to see you what you can do in indoor because you've never had a true like indoor season like some other states. You know, we don't do that here. I'm, yeah, I'm just I'm I'm excited and obviously hoping that you stay healthy and do everything that you want to do. So. Um, is there anything else you'd like to add before I let you go? i just like to say all glory to God. I couldn't be here without him. So, yeah. And thanks for having me. So I really appreciate it. Second time. <laughs> I'd once again like to thank my guest for their time and thank you for tuning in. If you have the opportunity, please rate and review wherever you listen to your podcasts or just help spread the word. Music was provided by Philip Friedman. You can follow him on SoundCloud at DJ Teach. You can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at RunningNM. Feel free to drop me a line or shoot me an email at RunningNewMexico.com at gmail.com if you have any questions or know of someone who should be interviewed. In the meantime, keep running, New Mexico.